0: County Public Broadcasting. This is the KZYX News for Monday, August 7th. I'm Sarah Reith. The public comment period for a proposed reduction in the diversion of water from the Eel River into the east branch of the Russian River is now closed. PGE, which still owns and operates the Potter Valley Project, has asked regulators for permission to reduce the flow into the east branch from 75 cubic feet per second to 25. The utility is also asking for the flexibility to cut the flow to 5 CFS if the water temperature at a gauge near Scott Dam exceeds 16 degrees Celsius. That's about 60 degrees Fahrenheit, which creates dangerous conditions for juvenile salmon. Last year, only 145 adult steelhead were counted at a fisheries station at Cape Horn Dam, downstream of Scott Dam. Scott Greeson is the conservation director for Friends of the Eel River, which has long fought for the full removal of the Potter Valley project. He spoke with us on August 1st.
1: The water coming out of the needle valve right now is 17.44 degrees Celsius. That is already approaching the point where pike minnow, not native to the eel, but introduced via the Lake Pillsbury Reservoir, begin to outcompete juvenile steelhead. Um, and as water temperatures continue to rise, into the 19, 20, 21 degrees centigrade range, you'll eventually see mortality of all the juvenile steelhead.
0: Water is released from Lake Pillsbury into a stretch of the Eel River from a needle valve at the bottom of Scott Dam, which impounds the reservoir. From there, it makes its way to a diversion tunnel that directs the water to Potter Valley and the Russian River. Due to seismic concerns, the Division of Dam Safety has instructed PG&E to leave a set of gates on top of the dam open all year round, which lowers the level of the lake. Initial engineering analysis has indicated that the dam is more susceptible to earthquake damage than was previously known. Lowering the lake level is a precautionary safety measure. But no one is satisfied with PG&E's proposal. Environmental advocates and fishermen are raising the alarm about high water temperatures and low fish numbers, while irrigators are frustrated about getting drought-year quantities of water following such a wet winter.
2: We're suddenly dealing with an issue that isn't due to naturally occurring conditions.
0: Janet Pauly, chair of the Inland Water and Power Commission and a director of the Potter Valley Irrigation District, is dismayed that Russian River water users may have to ration water like they did in 2020 and 2021. But this year, the lake is down due to the new seismic policy, not lack of water.
2: So it's very similar to what would happen under natural conditions if the lake never filled up in the wintertime. If it just got to a certain height and that's as far as it got.
0: There's no word on when the temporary variants would be implemented. The project license requires that flows to the East Branch be reduced to 35 CFS by mid-September. Potter Valley would still be allowed its contract amount of 50 CFS, though Polly says that in drought years, the district has agreed to limit its water use.
2: I think we're all practical enough to know that if you have normally have a bucket of water and that's what you get to use, you deal with it. If you have half a bucket of water, you deal with it. You lose crop. You lose income. You lose um, quality of the crop that you have left. But at least you can somehow try to manage under really extreme and unusual circumstances like the drought of 2021. This year, we're not in that situation at all.
0: PG&E has also filed a plan for a long-term flow regime, which, if approved, would go into effect next year and remain in place until decommissioning. Under that plan, flows into the East Branch would be between 5 and 25 CFS, which PG&E predicts would result in a reduction of habitat for rainbow trout and other aquatic species in the Russian River. Greason says the wild fish in the eel should take precedence over the hatchery fish in the Russian, which are easily replaced by planting.
1: The problem is we are pumping water down the East Branch Russian River right now that isn't needed you know in the east branch russian river it was its original purpose was to support um, a rainbow trout fishery that's you know fish planted by the department of fish and wildlife for you know recreational fishery that's nice but the value of those um, of that fishery compared to you know the the remaining few thousand wild steelhead in the upper eel um, is completely insignificant
0: PG&E has asked for variances in the flow regime for seven out of the last 10 years when it was able to raise the gates on top of Scott Dam. It told the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission that the need for flow variances demonstrates that the current license prescribed flows will be unobtainable in nearly all years with the gates permanently inoperable and the reservoir storage restriction in place. But Polly says that as of right now, There's plenty of water in Lake Pillsbury to support the minimum in-stream flows of 75 CFS into the Russian River. As for reducing the flows...
2: It's not warranted at this time. There should be a mechanism that allows PG&E to, based on discussions with what's called the Drought Working Group, which are agencies and stakeholders on both sides, that we should be able to um, adjust these flows based on what the current conditions really are. We are calling an arbitrary decision to immediately go to a dry year classification, which reduces
0: our flows significantly. But Greason is chagrined that FERC has still not taken action on the request to cut back on the diversion.
1: There's a real risk that by the time FERC actually decides whether to approve this plan, it'll be too late for it to have any effect. And we will have in essence, cooked many of
0: the fish. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org.